Paragon, over our situation, of Paragon. We speak healing, of Paragon, over our friends and family, Lord Jesus. We speak your name, of Paragon. That name is above every other name. We speak, of Paragon, Jesus, 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 Lord God, because you are the victory, of Paragon. Your name is power. There is no one like you. There is no God beside you, that you are the only God, true God. Hallelujah. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father God, we thank you and we praise you for everything you have done in our lives, of Father God. We thank you, Father. We speak of Father God, double anointing of Father God for our prayer tonight, of Father God. We thank you in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Once again, I take this opportunity to thank you once more for attending my birthday. I thought I could get a pass today because it's my birthday, but Sister Rose and even my wife just stayed firm that I should be the one doing it. So I realized that, well, I should use it then to tell you what happened for the 70 years in my life. Take your waters and the blankets. Gotta You see, when you reach the age of seventy, people expect you to know everything, to be full of wisdom. Amen. To be wise, yes. but sometimes you get disappointed with that. <laughs> we are not perfect. Okay. Just to be, I envy my father, who was not a school. He was just a fourth grader, but he became an advisor to a congressman a governor, and a mayor. I wonder how he did that. But that is the wisdom that we are talking about. It is a challenge that we carry as we grow older because we are aware that people are looking at us. We become examples. We become their, um, what they call, role model. So whatever we do, it reflects on them. So I had my failures, I had my uh, trials. Thanks God, by his mercy, we were able to go through. Some I failed badly, but then by the mercy of Jesus, of God, I was reading. I remember the days when I was younger, when I was so carefree and full of enthusiasm. 
eager to try anything. It doesn't matter if I get hard or what, but that is the energy of a younger man. But then when you grow older, you realize how foolish you were. <laughs> what if you had an accident that you were paralyzed, then you will be regretting it your whole life. So younger, younger people here in the church, think about it. You have to choose your ways. I envy you who are younger that are now involved in the ministry, in the church, and reading your Bible. So I believe you have guidance. As I said a while ago, when I was younger, I was carefree. I know the Bible. That's all. I know the Bible, maybe from back to, from front to back, but I never understood it fully. So when pastor tackled that verse, that chapter about the river of life, I was amazed. I was awakened and humble. Because if I was the one reading that, I could have never come up that it was the Holy Spirit that is the, the river of life. To be honest, who of you could have come up with that, except Pastor, that it is talking about the river of life? It is a very deep explanation, and I thank Pastor for waking, awakening us, giving us the concept of how the Trinity works. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Revelations 22, 1, and Ezekiel 7, 1 talk about that, the river of life. How deep are we going to go, are we going to commit to be with the Holy Spirit? Sometimes we think that, I mean, people think that because they know about Jesus, that is enough. It's not, and it doesn't matter how long you have known him. If you just know him, even the enemy know about Jesus, they have heard about him, but do they really know him? That's the question. What is your relationship with him? How deep are you? Remember how he loved us before he left the disciples. He asked the Father to send down the Holy Spirit to comfort them, to guide them. It is a gift to us that we, I myself, was not able to enjoy the benefit like Sister Rose said in the opening last Sunday. It's our privilege that we neglect. When we enjoy the Holy Spirit around us, we feel peace and joy, calmness. 
But if you allow the enemy to rule your life, the world around you, then you are not using the power of the Holy Spirit to shield you from those temptations that divert your attention away from Him, from God, from Jesus. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit, comforts us, but we need to seek His name. If we seek guidance and comfort from our friends, from relatives, from someone else, yes, they could give you a good advice, a good hug, a shoulder to lean on, but will that last forever? It's different when you seek the comfort from God, from Jesus, from the Holy Spirit that will give you a guide when you're lost, protection when you're in danger. You see, I cannot ask for more. Reaching this age, I would say I have it. We, are, we don't lack anything. We God, our God provides what we need. He gave me children that we love. Some are going left and right, but still there are children. And they respect us. And they even give us. One of them gave us the princess, a little baby that we cherish so much. So now, I know, and I'm not sure what God has planned for my life, for your lives, but we should be thankful every day. Like Pastor said, every time I ask him, how are you? He said, glad to be above the ground. <laughs> well, <laughs> that makes sense. Why not? Every time I wake up in the morning, I say, Lord, thank you for allowing me to start another day. Bless me, Lord, that I will be able to enjoy it the whole day. Because you don't know if you go down the stairs and you fall, that's it. You're done. Life is good to enjoy when you know how to enjoy it the right way. I have to add that. Because, like I said, times that I regret, I enjoyed life in a the other way, I thought that was good enough, but it's not. It, the joy, the excitement that you get from the world is temporary. Nothing much there. The lights, when you go to those, we are all adults here, you should know, but I'm sure you know about nightclubs and those stuff that people go to enjoy. Those are temporary. After that, I remember when I was still working in the Philippines, I think I was still a bachelor because I don't want my wife to know about it. So. <laughs> Every Friday, my office mates would be, are you coming? Are you coming? Are we going? 
means we are going somewhere. If you are bachelors, you have money to spend. Monday, you will be asking, can you lend me 20 dollars? <laughs> That's life. Yeah. I know Brother Clive knows that. <laughs> That's life. But that is what I'm saying. You should be learned from those mistakes. That's why I regret. Why have I done these foolish things? Yep. We ignore the call of the, the loving call of God, of Jesus. We are like the prodigal son. We should learn how to go back and humble ourselves. To say, Lord, I'm sorry, and I'm willing to do, to serve you. If you can take me back. But he don't want, he don't meet that condition. You don't even need to say that. Just say, you humble yourself. You're sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. I've done this thing. Please forgive me. You don't have to promise anything because you might not be able to do it anyway. I've done that many times and I failed. So this is what I'm telling you. A 70 years old man that have experienced a lot. I thank him for giving me a beautiful and lovely <laughs> because during our times when we are in crisis, when our papers were still floating in the wind, not clear yet, my faith was getting so close to snapping. And I was thinking, what are we doing here? Why don't we go back to the Philippines? And she said, God brought us here. He must have a purpose for us. Amen. Maybe this is the purpose that I'm now speaking in front of you. Yes. That's right. Yes. It, uh, we don't know what God's plan is. It is I could, it's hard to imagine how a small church have seven nationalities attending. It's crazy. But this is how God operates. He unites people to unite heartbroken, he unites the sick. The house is not the place for healthy. No. It's for the Sick that are yes, seeking. That's right. That's right. Yes, I am running short of my story. What to tell you? You need seven more years. <laughs> Thank you again for allowing me to speak about my life and how God has guided me, guided my whole family to commit ourselves in serving him and 
Yes. It's an honor to be a part of this church. Thank you. Testimonies or something. So yeah. record a. Who will, who will do? Who will do testimonies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Testimonies? Yeah. Who has something oh, they want to share? Testimony time. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Hello, hello, hello. Yes. Isn't God good? Yes. Is He good or is He great? He is great. Amen, amen. Well, you know, how many people woke up this morning? I'm sure somewhere, somehow, there's somebody who didn't make it. Today we have life. We have life and we have it in abundance. What do we do with it? It's up to us. So I want to tell you a little bit. It's been a while since we did testimonies. Everyone know when I came here, the slogan was, Broken Jesus Men. Uh-huh. And I have been through the mending. God is doing some great things. I decided to turn my um, career path. Instead of referring out my business for health insurance, I start doing it myself. Because I would still service my clients that from my real estate side that I refer to the person mm-hmm. for health insurance. And then my second client would call me back. <laughs> so I started to say, you know what? I'm doing this for Blue Cross. Why don't I broker myself at the same time? So I started to do that. Now, without any thinking at all where this would take me, but now I see a business growing every day since my relationship with God has been strengthened, since I'm spending more time with him and less time with work. But those of you who know me, I was always late. I, I, I never stay with my commitment. I, sh- I, I mean, I cancel, I just don't. It was just that kind of way, chasing the things of the world. Now I'm spending more time with God and less time chasing after the things of the world. Now, what do you think is happening? Every day, God has sent me at least two new clients. Every day, for myself. For myself, not for Blue Cross, for my own brokerage. So every day, I, I said, wait, but this is strange. There were days I did so much marketing. I did so much this. I did so much that just to build this health insurance business. And now, I'm doing nothing. I don't do any marketing. I'm just simply 
going about humbly singing a song, praise. I don't even ask anymore for God to bless my business. I used to. I used to because I want this whole story about the windows of heaven, open it out and pour out many blessings. I was standing under there with a lot of baskets, waiting. Today, I am happy to say, spending time with God produces great fruit. Amen. Fruit in a way that you're not expecting it. Every single day, I'm driving down from Boynton Beach, I got two phone calls. Two different clients. I was leaving this morning, going up. I got one phone call. That person wanted me to do their business, and then they had two more people. In one day, about five people. Hallelujah. That only happened through the grace of God. Amen. You start building a relationship with him and put away the things of the world and watch him go to work for you. Amen. I cannot tell you how encouraged I am sitting in the Bible study on Saturdays. I can't wait for December 7th to be over so I can start going back upstairs because these Bible studies, they pour into me. I have learned how to build a relationship with God from you guys. It's just watching you guys. Are you guys not with issues or, you know, broken at times? Yes, we're humans. But the faith of my brothers and sisters here encouraged me to stand firm on the promise of God and in his word. And every opportunity that I get while I'm on the phone daily, because I, as I said, I'm also an employee of Blue Cross, daily, I find a little way within my time to pour into somebody the faith of God. Because I'm talking to seniors whose a lot of them are broken, lonely. They have nobody, but God is using me and I consider myself a vessel that is making a whole. Broken, Jesus meant. I've gone through the mending state, brothers and sisters. I've gone through the mending stage. You can't even see my cracks anymore because now he's making me whole. Amen. I am spending more time with him and he is living up to his promise that he made to Abraham. So I just want to encourage you that we know it's hard. Inflation is here. But cut back on something and give him back more and watch him go to work in your favor. So my testimony today is, give God his glory due unto his name, and watch him go to work on your behalf without you asking. Thank you. Yeah, you know when it comes to when it comes to when it comes to testimonies, you know we should be lining up here because we know we know and we know that God has blessed us so much, right? Yeah. In John fifteen seven, it says, "If you abide in me, 
and my words abide in you at anything. How much? How many? Anything, Anything. No in my name, and it shall be done for you. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know what? So the only difference there, we know that word, we know the scripture. The only difference there is, do we believe? Do we believe? Because we know that nothing is impossible with God, right? Amen. Nothing is impossible with God. And this, and these stories of parting of the sea. You, you know what? Those miracles that we have learned from the scriptures, oh man, yes. you know? Put yourself, put yourself in, in, on those situations. Yeah. You are walking on dry ground. Yes. God parted the sea. Mm. Wow. So when we are in situations that overwhelms us, what do we do? Pray. John 15, 7. Right? Abide in him. Mm. You know? And, and his words abide in us. Yes. Meaning we hide his word in our yes. hearts. Yes. Like, like uh, the psalmist said. Yes. You know? And he says, he promised anything, ask anything in my name. Yes. And it shall be done for you. So what is it that we are asking from him now? What is it? I know like me, every one of you, on your devotions, you are praying for the nation of Israel. Yes. If you see the news, I, I, I'm having goosebumps. Babies yes. killed, mm. you know, people burning alive. Yeah. I don't know about you, if you will not cry on your knees asking God, you know, to deliver his people. And he said, you ask anything in my name shall be done. Yes. And we know also that he who watches Israel never is longer. Yes. Never is longer. We may see, we may see, you know, uh, we may think that what we see in the news, that the enemy is winning. But no, that's a deception yes. from the enemy. Yes. That is a deception from the enemy. So what is it that you are asking from God? He is the creator of heaven and earth. Yes. And all the things in it were his. Everything. He owns everything. everything. Yes. He created it for his own pleasure. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, the only difference now is that this is what I see. All of these things are happening so that God's church will wake up. Mm. Let's, let's all wake up. Yes. Let's not be silent anymore. Amen. Let's declare yes. 
that Jesus is victorious. Yes. Like what we are singing. He yes. is victorious through his resurrection power. Yes. He has led us triumphantly. Mm -hmm. yes. Amen. Amen. So aside from that, everyone knows my testimony, my healing, yes. my healing, and so many answered prayers that God, you know, he showed me. He is faithful. He answers prayer. There is power in prayer. Yes. There is power in prayer. Yes. You know, so like what I shared in the Bible study last Sunday, I grew up, you know, with a womanizer father, a drunkard father, and so I grew up seeing my mom and my dad fighting to the point that they want to kill each other, pointing guns at, at each other, you know. So I said, Lord, when it's my time to have my own family, I don't want this kind. I don't want this kind of family. So again, I pray, Lord, give me a God-fearing man. Mm. Very specific. Yes. God-fearing man. Amen. God answers prayer. Yes, yes. God answers yes. prayer. So I praise God that I don't need to leave that kind, you know, of family where I grow up. Yes. I am loved. I, I, I am provided. Like what my husband said, you can ask for more. We are not rich. We don't have Lamborghini. Really? What's that? <laughs> we don't have a mansion, but that but God gave us contentment yes. with what we have. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. So many blessings yes. that we can only, you know, um, thank God for everything. Mm -hmm. So all glory to God and all praises to God. Amen. 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 One more, everybody. Okay, one rose, more. rose, rose, go. Let's close. closing in prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord Jesus, for this life you have given to us. Lord, we know without you we cannot do it. We are not in the higher ground without you. Lord, we know you raise us up from the things of this world and we, you put something in our heart that we will reach out in you, Father God. Father, help us to live a life godly. Help us, Lord, that we are doing the will of your Father. Help us, Lord Jesus, that we always connect to the branch, Father. Help us, Lord, that your name will be glorified in us, Father. Lord, tonight, cover us all with your protection, away from the enemy, away from sin, from unrighteousness, and cover us, Lord, with your protection, and help us, Lord, in our family, too. Help us, Father God, that our loved ones, our brothers and sisters and neighbors can also reach to the saving knowledge of your Son, Jesus Christ. 
Thank you, Lord God, for this night. Thank you for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. I do it on time. <laughs> one minute, one minute. Yeah. Who do next Wednesday? Come in, come